Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you very much for listening on this Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. Topics on this episode include Myrtle's Super Bowl pool, some wholesale and correspondent tidbits, and the latest unemployment figures from the U.S. economy. Today's podcast is presented by Stratmore Group, a leading mortgage industry advisory firm that provides a range of advisory services and programs designed to counsel lender CEOs and senior executives. Stratmore provides solutions that increase growth and improve profitability in sales, marketing, technology, operations, and mergers and acquisitions by leveraging comprehensive proprietary data and key insights gained through extensive experience in the mortgage industry. Stratmore is well known for its collaboration with the Mortgage Bankers Association in the Peer Group Roundtables program. To find out more about Stratmore, go to its website at stratmoregroup.com. Okay, boys and girls, besides it being a snow day in the Northeast and Groundhog Day, and Punxsutawney Phil's 135th prognostication, it turns out Chrisman LLC was dealt a blow to its morale yesterday when my cat Myrtle balked at joining the Super Bowl pool. She was non-pussed, uh, non-nonplussed when I assured her we could draw the numbers in person, unlike using Zoom, which appears to be what a lot of people are using. Unfortunately, she had no interest and actually seemed irate. How do you like dealing with an irate client a month after a loan funds? Or if you owned a store, dealing with a return a month later? Following 2020's holiday shopping season, real estate firm CBRE estimates that more than $70 billion worth of online purchases will be returned, a 73% increase from the previous five-year average. To see what really happens to the items you return online, go to robchrisman.com and click on the link from the opening paragraph. It has been all about the Uniform Residential Loan Application and 4506C and T transcripts for wholesale and correspondent lenders lately. Rocketmortgage.com launched its national mortgage broker directory, enabling consumers to easily find a broker in their hometown on its website. The option can be found by paging down to connect with a mortgage broker in your community. Freedom's comprehensive purchase and refinance product suite features recently enhanced conventional and government-based pricing, plus a new quarter-point LLPA purchase incentive for government and conventional loans. Loan Depot sent clients its IRS Form 4506C and tax transcript policy, while PennyMac correspondent issued revised announcement 21-05 regarding non-delegated upgrades to self-employed borrower LTVs and its alignment with FHA regarding non-U.S. citizens in announcement 21-06. Although the IRS will continue to accept Form 4506T through February 28, 2021, Amerihome is requiring the use of the 4506C with loans delivered on or after February 16th to minimize potential reverification impacts with loans selected for QC review. Previously, Amerihome announced sellers may submit mortgage loan application files using the redesigned Uniform Residential Loan Application and ULAD during the optional use period. Submissions through Investor Connect are not eligible, however, to participate during this period. The Flagstar Bank loan requirements are now updated to reflect that broker and non-delegated correspondent customers may now provide tax transcripts from their own preferred vendor when required on a loan transaction. FAMC is revising the system's implementation date communicated in Correspondent National Bulletin 2020-58. FAMC's system will be ready to begin accepting the redesigned Uniform Residential Loan Application, effective February 15th for all products. 
In normal times, lots of growth leads to strong GDP, which in turn can lead to higher mortgage rates. But these aren't normal times. Last week, we learned that real gross domestic product increased at a 4% annualized growth rate during the fourth quarter of 2020, after spiking 33.4% in the third quarter. Consumer spending on service as well as business fixed investment and residential investment contributed to the quarter's gains, while international trade and government spending declined. And we're making up for a disastrous second quarter. Personal income increased in December, but spending was low, leading to a savings rate of almost 14%. But the U.S. economy is really based on housing and jobs. New claims for unemployment insurance fell by 67,000 to 847,000 for the week ending January 23rd. But unemployment remains elevated and far above the peak of 652,000 seen during the 2007 to 2009 recession. The total number of people receiving some form of unemployment benefit increased to 18.3 million for the week ending January 9th. As expected, the Federal Reserve made no changes to monetary policy following their meeting on January 27th and reiterated that the path of the economy is heavily dependent on the pandemic. Looking at the fixed income markets, Monday was generally quiet, although Treasuries rallied a couple basis points yesterday and the MBS basis closed a little changed. Economic data on the day showed a downtick in ISM manufacturing, though the series remained well into expansionary territory despite the surge in coronavirus cases, new shutdown measures, and political uncertainty in Washington. International purchase manager indexes were strong. Total construction spending increased 1% month over month in December, more than expected, as demand for new home sales remains robust. Remember when everyone was terrified of a tidal wave of forbearance? The Mortgage Association's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans in forbearance remained unchanged relative to the prior week at 5.38% of servicer portfolio volume as of January 24th. According to MBA's estimate, 2.7 million homeowners are in forbearance plans. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales figures for the week ending January 30th and then the Q4 homeownership rate. Three Fed presidents are currently scheduled to speak today, New York's Williams, Dallas's Kaplan, and Cleveland's Mester. The desk of the New York Fed will conduct two operations for up to $5.6 billion, starting with $3.6 billion UMBS 31.5% and 2%, and followed by $2 billion of Gini 2, 2% and 2.5%. We begin the day with both the five-year Treasury and agency MBS prices down or worse an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 1.11% based on some minor positive news about the Biden GOP meeting after closing yesterday at 1.08%. That's all for today, so let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Does anybody know any good Groundhog Day jokes? I feel like I keep hearing the same ones over and over again. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your valuable time with us. We hope you found it informative and efficient, and we look forward to doing it all again tomorrow. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Stratmore Group, the trusted mortgage advisory with advisors who guide lenders to make smart strategic decisions, solve complex challenges, improve the borrower experience, increase profitability, and accelerate growth. Be sure to check out the Stratmore website at stratmoregroup.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or for sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. 
To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Daily Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.